Turn with me to Joshua chapter 4 tonight. Joshua chapter 4, we're going to start reading in verse 17. Joshua therefore commanded the priests, saying, Come ye up out of Jordan. And it came to pass when the priests that bear the ark of the covenant of the Lord were come up out of the midst of Jordan, and the soles of the priests' feet were lifted up unto the dry land, that the waters of the Jordan returned unto their place and flowed over all his banks as they did before. And the people came up out of Jordan on the tenth day of the first month and encamped in Gilgal, in the east border of Jericho. And those twelve stones which they took out of Jordan did Joshua pitch in Gilgal. And he spake unto the children of Israel, saying, When your children shall ask their fathers in time to come, saying, What mean these stones? Then ye shall let your children know, saying, Israel came over this Jordan on dry land. <clears throat> For the Lord your God dried up the waters of Jordan from before you until you were passed over as the Lord your God did to the Red Sea, which he dried up from before us until we were gone over, that all the people of the earth might know the hand of the Lord, that it is mighty, that you might fear the Lord your God forever. I just want to go to the Lord in prayer before I get started tonight. Lord, I just come to you right now, Jesus, and I just ask that you take this word that is going to go forth tonight. I ask that you bless it, Father. I ask that you send your Holy Spirit right now to begin to prepare the hearts and minds of those that are here to hear it. Father, most of all, I ask that you send your anointing that it may rest upon me, that I can say the things I ought to say, that I can speak boldly, Father, that the words that come forth will be just truth and life to those that hear it, Father. And I ask this in Jesus' holy name. Amen. <clears throat> I want to talk to you tonight about establishing a, a memorial or a monument. You know, Joshua put these, these stones in place for a reason that later generations would see these stones and they would remember what it was that God had done there. So as time went by, and, you know, the children of those people that were actually there to see the events take place, they would see this and they'd come and they'd say, Daddy, what are those stones for? Why are they there? And that would give them an opportunity to share with their children what God had done. Well, what I want you all to be thinking on tonight is when God does something in our life, we need to do something so that our children will see, number one, the evidence of what God has done, and number two, that, that we share with them what God has done in a manner that will increase their faith. Because, see, that's what Joshua was doing. It wasn't so he would remember. It wasn't for the people that were there to see the events. They're going to remember it. But it was for people that weren't there, that maybe weren't even born yet. Those that were yet to come so that there would always be a testimony to how 
mighty and wonderful God was. You know, I've told y'all before that I started making notes of every time I received a blessing from God. And you know, I, I try my best not to just write down the, the thing that God blessed me with, but I try to put some notes with it so I can remember how God brought all that about in my life. Because the really good stuff, especially, you know, God sometimes has to move mountains in your life to bring about a blessing. And in this situation, God moved the water to allow them to cross. You know, this was a wonderful miracle. It was something that that people were going to look at later on and say, man, I almost can't even believe that because that's so spectacular. We've never seen nothing like that. And you know, if I weren't trying to remember this stuff that... God has done in my life. My kids might grow up and not understand how great God is and the kind of things He can do. But when I try to share those kind of things with them later on, and look, I'm not telling y'all y'all got to go build stone monuments in your front yard. I'm telling you that you need to establish some sort of memorial so that your kids can say, Daddy, how'd that happen? Mama, what brought that about? You know, they may do this when they get older. They may not be little kids when they understand it. But the whole point is that there needs to be a chain of events that brings about faith in your children's life. There needs to be something. Because, see, listen, they don't understand the limitations of God yet. To them, God can just do whatever. Imagine that kind of faith. You see, if we try to go ahead and and implement the limitations that we've tried to learn ourselves, we're going to destroy their faith. But if we record these events somehow, whatever means is necessary for you, but if you somehow record these events and establish some sort of memorial, a way that these these kids can later on look at it and, and ask a question and say, What happened there? You see, you can begin at an early age to build that faith and and put something in them so that they can can just believe God can do anything. Y'all understand what I'm saying? You know, not all of us start out with that kind of faith to where we can believe God can do anything. Some of us are saved after after we've already been tainted by this world, and we we begin to think in the ways that we're limited by, we try to apply that to God. But our kids, they don't know the difference. They think, man, God can do whatever. And they're right, He can. We need to encourage them to continue to believe that. And the only way that's going to happen is by sharing experiences that reinforce that kind of belief. There needs to be some evidence of God working in our life. Now, what does that mean? You know, I can look at my life and see things God has done. But can other people look at my life and see it? Sometimes that stuff's easily hidden, isn't it? 
How public do you make the blessings of God in your life? Now think about that for a minute. You see, this, this particular instance, Joshua set up these stones where anybody could see them. He put it in a place, and you know, I did some reading, there's, there's a little bit of argument about where these stones were actually placed. You see, there were supposed to be two different places that he put them. One was in the Jordan, and then this other one was at Gilgal. And there was some argument about, did he put them in the bed of the Jordan River, or did he build something up so that even when the river began to flow like normal, you could still see them? Well, I have to believe that you could still see them. Otherwise, there's no, there's no monument. Nobody's going to know they're there. So think about your own life now. The blessings of God. God moves and works in your life. Does anybody know about it? Do you do anything to, to let people know, God just did this for me. If it wasn't for God, this wouldn't have happened. If it wasn't for the mercy and grace of God, we wouldn't have been healed. You see what I'm saying? There has to be a testimony to God's greatness in your life. There needs to be evidence that if somebody else come along and saw it, they'd say, man, that had to be God. You see what I'm saying? We live this life sometimes and we're, you know, I've heard the term before, y'all probably heard it. Sometimes we live like secret agent Christians where people don't know that we are. And I'm not just talking about do people know you're Christian? I'm talking about do people know that God is actively working in your life? Because see, people sometimes today think, well, God doesn't do things like that anymore. Now, I've never seen water stand up like a wall, but I've seen some pretty amazing things that God has done. But you see, if I don't make an effort to share that with anybody... If I don't try to establish some sort of monument in my life that people can see, nobody will ever know. They'll continue thinking, well, that was, that's all fables and stories. Or even if they believe, they'll say, well, that don't happen anymore. That was, that was back thousands of years ago. God don't do that kind of thing now. But we know different, don't we? You know, I can remember some things that my dad did. And there's things about my dad's life that... Well, for an example, my dad was in the Army. And because he was a veteran, I have a flag over there at the house that was given to me when he died. I have it in the case and everything. And you know, there's been times that my kids have asked what, what, that, what that's for. And I had the opportunity then to share with them about, well, that was from my dad, your grandpa. He was in the army, and because he was in the army and he served his country, they gave us this flag when he died. So you see, to them, that's, that's something that, it means something to them. Now, they may not understand the importance of it to me yet, but that is something they can visually see, and they... Connect that with something. 
And the same thing, I've got, I've got his pocket watch in a little display thing over there. And they've asked about that before, and I'm able to tell him about tell them about it. And I can remember stories, and I try to share those stories with him, with my kids about things he did and the way he acted and the, some of the things he went through and things I remember happening to us. You know, it's easy to talk about them or talk about him to my kids because I have these stories to tell them. But it shouldn't be any different when I'm talking to them about God. I ought to have some stories to tell my kids and share with them. And, you know, there was nothing I wanted more when I was a kid. I just loved it. When, when my aunts and uncles or, or friends and my parents would come, and they would all sit around this table and they'd talk and tell stories about when they were kids and things they'd done. I would just sit there and just listen. I loved to hear those stories. But you see, it don't have to be about my family. It can be about God and the things He's done. But if I don't make an effort to establish that in their life, it'll all just go away. It'll be forgotten. You see, God's done wonderful things in my life. He's, he's blessed me in ways I can't even imagine. Sometimes it's hard to even put it in words. But I need to make an effort to share with them so that when they hear it, their faith is increased. The next time one of them's sick, they'll say, Oh, God can do that. God healed my mama, or my God healed my daddy. He he did this for my grandpa. They'll remember. If you think they won't, you try me. I guarantee you, when you build that connection with them and you see, you let them see that. That God is still a God that is alive. He's active. He moves in our life. He works in our lives all the time. They'll remember it. <clears throat> a lot of our kids today, oh, they believe in God, but they think, well, that's just something. We, we pray to God to bless our food. or You know, it, it, it's not a personal relationship with them yet. But when we let them know that he God's man, he's still doing things for me. We need to be talking about God to our kids. You can't wait until just dinner time and have one of them pray. That's not enough. They need to they need to know that they can turn to God when they've got a problem. If mama and daddy ain't around, they need to know they can pray and get results, you see. When we establish a a memorial in their life. It ain't got to be a physical thing they see. It ain't got to be a picture hanging on a wall or a stack of stones like Joshua made. But you can establish a, a monument in, the, in our life, our family, that they can turn to and see that God still moves and works. He still does things for us. He's still, he's still alive. He's still on the throne. You know, our, our, this is something that I've learned really just in the past few years. But I want my kids to know this. I've learned that it's okay for me to expect great things from God. And that don't make much sense sometimes, does it? 
I didn't used to think like this. I knew I could pray and ask God for something, but I didn't realize it was okay for me to expect great things. You see, God is a God that loves to do wonderful, big, great, expansive things. You just look in the Bible and see the kind of things God did. If you've never experienced it in your life, just look in the Bible and find it. Because see, He is a God that loves to kind of almost show off. And y'all might not think I'm right on that, but He does. He likes to demonstrate His power. Because he, when He demonstrates His power, it lets people know who He is. It lets them know that He is in control. Now God doesn't do things like that very often, does He? He doesn't, he doesn't move water out of the way so people can walk across the dry. You don't see those kind of things today, but He's still doing great things. You know, we still see people healed. I guarantee you we're going to see a great testimony out of Sister Deanie. I'm telling you right now, it's, <laughs> it's going to be amazing. And you start seeing things like that happen, and y'all may say, man, how can he say something like that? It looks terrible, but I'm telling you right now, I've got faith. I'm standing on promises of God. And see, if, I, if it weren't for me already reading this Word and knowing the kind of wonderful, great things God can do, I wouldn't feel comfortable saying something like that. But I know who my God is. I know what He's capable of. And I want to make sure my kids see evidence of those kind of things. See, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write that down as soon as I hear the final report. And I'm going to let them know. It may be years from now. I'm going to go back and I'm going to read it to them. I'm going to say, look what God did. Ain't that amazing? If you ain't already doing that with your kids, you need to start now. If you got grandkids, you need to do it with them. You may be the only influence they have. You don't know. The point is, We've got to establish something in our children for future generations. You know, I want my kids to be telling their kids about their granddaddy. In the same regard, I want them telling their kids about God and the great things that God did for their daddy. I want them to look back and say, Man, look, two generations ago, look what happened. Look how great God moved and the things He did to put all this in place so this could happen. See? That's what you've got to do to, to build their faith so they know God's going to move when they pray. You know, the Scripture says the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Is that just words? Is that just something somebody spoke out of the corner of their mouth? No. But if there ain't something in their life to reinforce that, why would they believe it? See, we've got to make sure we're giving evidence of the things God has done. If we don't, nobody else is going to do it for them. If they see faith in action in our life, it'll create faith in their life. You see, when they see you believing for something... 
and they see an answer to your prayer, and you tell them about it and you remind them, it it can't do anything but increase their faith. Let's go ahead and close tonight. Y'all stand with me. Lord, we just thank you for this day. We thank you for this word. Master, I just ask that you just take this word and that you'd multiply it. Father, your word says that it will not return void. And I know that there's someone here tonight hearing this that that, that understands now that, that they need to make an effort, Lord, to be sure that they give testimony of your greatness and your mercy, Lord, your, the wonderful works you do. Father, these people today, this generation, just doesn't believe that things like that can still happen, Lord. So your people need to go forth and make sure they know that, that, that they can. Let them, let, help us to let, them, let this world know, Lord, that you're still a God that's alive, a God that's on the throne, a God that still takes an active interest in our lives. Father, go with us tonight. Keep us safe and protect us. I ask that you just bless us throughout this week. Help us to better serve you in everything we do, Lord. And I ask this in Jesus' holy name. Amen.